Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Well, now, now I feel terrible because I, now I'm recording, but you've been recording this whole time and I've probably said some wonderful stuff that'll hit. Well, it just means that none of that's going to make it into the show as per usual. Will it? Do you, are you cutting this stuff out? I don't. I don't think so. Some of it depends on what it is. Great. If it's complete and we're both talking, then I leave it usually. Oh, okay. Well, I guess this is. We're just gonna go into it. I, I can't. I can't magically make up your side of the show if you're not recording. You know. That's I don't true. record the call. I just record kind my of blo- side. Yeah, I get it. I, I I get what you're trying to tell me <laughs> that you're more prepared than I am today. Um, That's not true. That yeah. is. I, you have been the least prepared I've ever seen you, and yet I'm probably less prepared than you. <laughs> it's like I don't know what it was, but this this last couple of days, I, I'm gonna we're gonna cut into the fact that hey, this is the pretty okay gaming podcast. That's what we're doing right now. We're we're the pretty okay gamers. Right. That's, that that's just that's self apparent now. People call me Josh, and they call you Justin. Yeah, and I'm Justin, and uh, we're pretty okay at what we do, and that is sure. playing games. Uh what was I going with this? This is working out really well. Anyways, um, I was thinking of all these things that are going on in my life. And uh, one of them being now that I found out that I'm going to be a father to a girl. We're having a girl. Congratulations. Yes. So now I have to think of all the different ways of how I'm going to. Uh, uh, what's the word I used the other day? Uh, Start your drinking problem schedule. Brainwash to like the things that i like which is a terrible parenting method yeah that's not how it works so i'm just gonna <laughs> let her let her choose what they want to do but yes there you go you win but it's gonna be really hard uh but that's just part of parenting i guess um but we're really excited so yeah that's awesome congrats uh now that the uh the cool things out of the way i was trying to understand what has changed oh from last week to this week uh, and the one thing that stood out was I have two things. One, follow-up that is technically news, but news and follow-up at the same time. So I don't know if you remember all those days ago when we talked about Randy Pitchford from Borderlands, the CEO of Borderlands, or Gearbox, yes. sorry. Yes, yes I do. I um, well, I guess, and this is to my knowledge, I didn't know this was going on. That was not very convincing, by the way. Yes, it yeah. was not really meant to be because I was lying. Okay. Anyway, go on. Remember, he had the whole thing where. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Just keep going. Jeez, what a <laughs> jerk! Um, uh, a lot of things are coming up that he may or may not have done illegally in the past, and I guess I didn't see any of these things come through originally. 
So like as of January, there's a couple of news articles that came out about how he uh, allegedly um, left a, a USB drive with uh, pornography and all the um, what's the, like some uh, secrets about games that are going to be published um, and some a lot of very confidential information on a USB while eating at a medieval times. Um, <clears throat> I feel like we're, we can spend the rest of this podcast unpacking that sentence. <laughs> so yes, I, at first I thought this was a joke. I thought this was a classic, like somebody is just trolling this individual, but I went in and sure enough, it actually happened. And there's speculation on whether that I'm not going to get into detail. Cause now that I don't want to scare away some of the uh, younger folks out there, but there is some questionable imagery on that USB drive. So, um, uh, I mean, you said pornography. Yeah, but is like it a special kind that yes, we're not going to name. Yes, correct. That's horrible. Yes, and... it is extremely horrible. But the but what it creeps me out even more is that he did not deny what it was. He just said that he didn't mean to leave the USB back, and I guess the individual who found it at Medieval Times sent it eventually because. I'm sure he, the person was looking for other things on this USB drive because it actually contained uh, schedules of when games are going to be released, some projects that were happening secretly. Like, uh, who puts this on a USB and leaves it at a medieval times? I, I <sighs> yeah. I, but anyways. Yeah. I'm not even sure how to approach talking about this. I'm not even sure we should be talking about I'm not, this. I'm going to skip over the fact that this happened. Okay. Uh, that this guy just had some... Has, has, Clearly has some messed up things going on. Okay, thing. so you have painted his character. Good job. He's continuing to things are still things are coming out of the you know the weeds. Yeah. Now uh, there's allegations of uh, physical uh, altercations that have happened between former employees. Now. Oh my. Yeah. So that's being surfaced. There's oh, everybody else is putting their two cents in, and now it's flooding with like, is this actually real? Is this not? Uh, which is not good because a lot of people are looking forward to Borderlands 3. I'm one of them. Yes, same. And I'm afraid this is what's happening right here is we're focusing on the individual who's causing all of this ruckus. And it's taking away from the fact that this game is coming out and is now delayed because of uh, content issues, I guess. Um, I don't know if that's new news or if this has been ongoing but it was slightly delayed because of lack of content and issues with generating um different guns like mass generating guns so i'm concerned right now for this game and i don't know where it's going to go from here i hope it just continues and we kind of wash this underneath the rug or like sweep it under the rug but this guy has a, a record clearly and s somehow is still staying at this company he's wondering he's also got money laundering uh things coming up saying that he's siphoned like 12 million dollars to uh his personal parties that he would host that had questionable things happening at too like it's just all messed up yeah so, sounds like he's a real so i want people to avoid reading anything about him and just focus on the game because that's what matters well so the good part about big studios that make a lot of money is that they know how much money their IP is worth 
And right. they're usually not going to let a cash cow such as Borderlands just die off because one guy is a jerk. Yeah. So even if the game gets delayed mm-hmm. or canceled and they have to remake it from scratch, they yeah. will. And that's, you know, you can probably bet on that. Yeah, that's disappointing. There's Let's... always room to be disappointed in humans. <laughs> yeah, I just, I of course didn't believe this at first. I I, I was hoping that there was going to be some just it was just basically trolls being angry about something and how it was just another addition to the fight that was constantly happening between epic and steam and games being exclusive but i don't know but anyways i'll just push this aside and kind of go from there yeah i wish i was more surprised i would feel better if i was more surprised i guess now I'm depressed, Justin. Gosh. Uh, let's talk about something cool. Like I, 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 I wanted to leave. I don't know why I started with that. I, I feel like we just ruined the vibe. We needed something that's more interesting, more uh, exciting, more. Um. Uh, well, I, the things that I was going to bring up randomly are all pretty depressing. So, wait, hold on. I have some. What about? Uh, we could talk about World of Warcraft Classic release date no that's depressing too oh, i don't understand dang. why people want to play classic world of warcraft there's a reason the game is at the state that it's in right now for goodness sake like it's way more convenient and enjoyable and casual <laughs> which is probably what people hate <laughs> in its current state that like oh. that's that's where it's at for goodness sake it's like I don't, it ah, it just bothers the heck out of me. Like, why are people so excited about this? I, the only thing I can come up with is, is that they are misremembering what classic or vanilla World of Warcraft was like. Right. And it was a slog fest. It was a grind. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Sure. And I, all I remember were, was spending six hours per night every week in order to get into anything useful or interesting one night and then if you were the guy that messed it up you were out for the next however long it's because like you, were you made a mistake yeah yeah, yeah. like you lost your how rank. is that any fun i don't understand for a 14 year old i, I guess I, like somebody with no life which is really a, maybe what these people are trying to go for <laughs> i don't i don't know i just don't and it, it's angering me that yeah. people are so excited about it i don't know why it's stupid because it doesn't affect me at all and it, it's not it's just like, why would you have a company spend this amount of development cycles building Money. a product that was already built anyway right? and supporting it? Now you're taking that away from, and maybe that's not how it works at Blizzard. Maybe they just have so much money that they, they can are, hire tons are, of more people. I Didn't they just lay off a bunch was, of people? I was just about to say, they just laid off a whole yeah. bunch of people. Bear so, in mind, these were the creative, the creative side, so uh, the creative workers, so it was more like... Uh, some of the digital design, uh, script, I think screenwriters, script writers, things like that. Like, so it wasn't the developers, though they kept the developers, but they got rid of, I, I don't want to call it non-essential, but it was like more of the advertisement uh, and um, the script writers and whatnot, yeah, it's, which it's, is concerning anyways. Yeah, I don't know. But I I think you, you mentioned something funny, like why are they going backwards? Uh for the reason why I think people were uh, one of the reasons of, of many people were leaving World of Warcraft back in the day was because it was was really really hard to level up. You get to it was 
so so much mentally an effort to get to level 60 at the cap or i think it was 55 or what 60? no no 60 and and i know because i was that person yeah like i went through all of that in fact my entire first set of years years oh my yeah. goodness joshua that is that is really grim my, the first set of years I spent playing World of Warcraft, the, like the first nine months of my experience with World of Warcraft was getting to level 60. Yeah. And it was it was incredible. And the problem was that I, of course, knew friends who had their own guild. And so when I joined, they had established a ton of stuff. They were doing Molten Core runs like crazy with... All of their people, their 200-plus guild members or whatever. So, of course, here I am, little random guy, joining, trying to get from level 1 to level 60. Not really ever having played an MMO for longer than an hour before this. And I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't have any of the mods, which they didn't... They barely existed at that time, really. So, there was no, like, giant arrow on your screen that you can now put on your your mods that tells you where to go and the best places to do whatever and what you should be doing you didn't have so, twitch didn't yeah have, so like all yeah these so like you find. sit down and you like have to figure out okay well what am i going to do next and how do i like optimize what i'm doing and it's like this giant math problem all while i mean you're doing that for hours every night until you get to level 60 for like months and at the time i was excited to get there but knowing what I know now, I'm like, why Why would you spend that much time and effort? <laughs> yeah. So, yes, it's it's angering because I don't understand. Like, to me, the game is in such a better place. And Oh, yeah, the, for now. The thing that bothers me about it, too, is it's not like there's no place for players like that. There's so much hardcore content that you can jump into in the current iteration of the game. And it may not be the, like, six hours per night every no. week type but there are guilds that do that if you want that you can join them so i don't know it doesn't make any sense there's role-playing guilds like there's there's role-playing uh realms i mean there's a whole bunch of things and they're appealing to a mass a different group of people or a mass group of people for the the current state of world of warcraft because of the 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 lack of uh people coming in and what have you so uh yeah this for some reason I feel like is definitely a step in the back in the wrong uh, in the wrong direction. Yes. Anyway, World of Warcraft Classic. Yes. Uh the release date I think was August twenty seventh. Uh yeah, August twenty seventh. Um I'm curious to see how many people actually end up playing it. I think they're only starting with a few servers, which is good. Uh they're starting uh basically starting with what would have been back in the day 15 years ago uh the release of one dot one two called drums of war so there's uh it's definitely far back it was supposed to be an a, a good blend of what the original wow felt like uh at that time so we'll see how many people actually do this uh i i don't know if you remember the joke that they made when they first announced this two years ago i think it was they were going to uh, they actually brought out one of the old servers yes. they were hosting while on back in the day, and they're like, "We're we we were joking, we were trying to find if there are any of these servers available to give you the true experience." I went, "Yeah, I remember taking some yes. time trying to connect to those servers, so yes. I really don't know if I want yes. to do that." Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just weird. It, it, Blizzard's a weird company in itself. Like they're doing a lot of the remastering 
of older games. I don't know. I'm okay with that. I like that. I really like that because they're not selling it at $60 or anything. It's that like is you, true. It's 10 bucks. You get the game again. I would love... I'm very excited. I want to buy the World of Warcraft 3 remaster soon. Oh, that, um, you mean Warcraft 3? Because I would love 3? to play that again. Yeah. You said World and, of Warcraft 3. Oh, my gosh. Joshua. <laughs> Freudian talk about one thing, and it just messes my brain up. The Warcraft 3. You thank go. you, Justin. You're welcome. Uh, remaster, which actually supposedly is really good. Uh, I would like to purchase that for myself at some point when I have time to play a different game. So, and I hope that, so the StarCraft one is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, StarCraft is like probably my most played game ever, ever, ever. Ever. Um, I've never played it. Oh, God, Justin. I, me. But look, if they if they remastered Diablo 1, sold. Oh, my. If they remastered Diablo 2, sold. And everybody at work keeps saying that they're going to do these things, which I, take my money, please. Yes, please. I played so much Diablo yes. 2 and Diablo 1. It's incredible. So Do you know Diablo 2 came out in 99? Don't. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. I, I have people playing that. I have friends playing that in like 2007. Oh, I guess World of Warcraft is still being played. And that's like 15 plus years old. So Yeah. I mean, people still play Warcraft. I'm sorry. <laughs> Diablo 2. Oh, my gosh. People still play it. Sorry, and, it was released uh, in 2000. I'm sorry. Yeah, but still, people still play it, and I I played a ton of that game too. So I, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I, I'm going back a step. I also am very interested to see what it looks like when they open the so- servers for this classic, these classic servers. Like yeah. what it looks like, who joins, how many there are, what it means to be playing on these servers. If the subscription is different, like what's it's going to be really interesting to see how it goes. So I can't wait to have some of those questions answered. Well, we'll have to see if they talk about them in E3 because, I mean, E3, E3 is right around the corner. Yes, um, it is. We should probably put together if we actually want to do that draft episode. We should. That I, would be fun. We should get something where there's actually points. I think just like a point if we get it right and nothing too crazy. Uh, I think if it serves me correct we would actually have to agree upon the list of things we can pick from ahead of time yes well yeah we'll have to talk offline about it but yes 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 so we'll have to figure that out that'll be really nice to try and see who can really understand what what what's actually going to come through uh, <laughs> I, I i don't know how else to explain it, but predict what, what will be released with the different way things are done with e3 every year it gets different everybody else does their own dang thing now like it's almost as if the the convention itself is just one company and everyone has their own separate conventions going on at the same time it's considered e3 but they're not within the same uh location so yeah uh that's a, a weird in itself but I look forward to seeing what comes out of that, and I guarantee you Blizzard will have something about um, classic if they met, if anything it'll get mentioned uh, on like what they expect to come out of it, and if there's any other new remasters. I saw a link the other day. I meant to send it to you about Diablo two, and it was somebody who was doing uh, higher scale rendering of the game, but they were only doing it like by screenshots. It wasn't actually live gameplay. And it looked really good. Uh, and I have to go find it and send it to you. But uh, as soon as I saw it, I went, oh, God, Josh would love this. Yes. He would buy into this right away. I loved that game. It was great. There was no Diablo 1. Diablo 1 was the greatest, but it was close. 
Still, still haven't gotten into even playing Diablo three. So I, had... I like that game. It's a good time. Cool. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know what what else. What else is there to talk about today? Nothing. Okay. Bye, guys. Okay. Yeah. Bye. How about the fact that Red Dead is having the online mode really soon? Did you see that? No. What is that about? I don't. I haven't. With the first one or Red Dead? No, 2? the second one. Okay. Yeah. They they've been talking about the fact that they've been working on an online mode for Red Dead Redemption 2, hmm. um, which was highly sought after after the success that is Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto V's online mode has kind of been unprecedented. Yeah, like, it's huge. It's There's no subscription, I don't think, no. to that game. There's, and you can get like premium things. Like yeah. You can pay for extra to get other things with real money, but no, it's all free. With buying the and game. they just keep adding content to it like crazy. Even yeah. now, I think they're adding content to it. Yep. And it's been a smash success. So I think they're looking to do, and they were talking early on about doing the same thing with Red Dead 2. So I think they're looking to do something similar, and they announced that they're going to 100% have a online mode. The part that caught my eye that, of course, for me, was exciting is that there's going to be co-op uh, built into it. So hmm. that's super awesome. Interesting. I I uh, have Red Dead Redemption 2. I haven't played too much of it. It uh, frustrated me a lot. I you tried to play it, it like a video game. Yeah, I still have it. Okay. I tried to play it like a video game. It's not a video game. It's it's meant to be treated like real life in a lot of ways. <laughs> like, if you see a bear, run. Don't try to fight the bear. It's not a video game. It's going to kill you. You mean you can't if you duck see and roll a wolf, and cover and shoot? Run. Yeah. Don't try to fight the wolf. It's going to kill you. If you see a guy with guns, run. He's going to kill you because he has guns. Like, it's very... You have to be very careful in that game, comparatively. It sounds and like maybe it. I uh, just, just didn't suck. have. Well, that's part of it. Right? I was <laughs> pretty okay at the, at the game, game. <laughs> but like the controls aren't incredibly intuitive. They take a lot of time to master, and I still haven't. So, it, like, just figuring out when to pull which trigger and press which button to pull your gun out correctly at the right time, and it just it's it's a rough game. So. If you put a lot of time and effort in like games like that, you can get a lot out of that game. But I hadn't yet, and so I got really frustrated with it. <laughs> Interesting. Have you? Uh, I was just perusing some info on uh, Red Dead, and there's an article about uh, somebody who followed a character in Red Dead for a full day and discovered how really detailed the game is. So he supposedly followed a a character. His name is Shepard, and it's an NPC that just is in the game. Uh, and he literally walks with him from eight, like at around eight a.m. in the game. He's off to work, and then from like eight thirty to noon, he's tending the sheep. <laughs> and he, the guy's like literally watching this guy do this, and then he follows him to. Uh, he he's feeding the cows now, and now he's moving the bag. Now he's going to the bar for a drink. It's, it's just such a a weird thing to for someone to do but then also points to the fact that this game is that it's yeah. just like uh grand theft or gta like it has a crap load of detail in it, and people sometimes miss out or don't get to see that uh i saw this game on sale uh i think it was pre-owned on sale for almost 20 dollars uh, yeah it's the other it's, day 
It's a big game. It's really detailed, just like you said, and there's so much to it that is no matter no matter how long you play, you get that feeling that it is almost a world. In fact, it is. It just has that feeling of life in it. Everything is moving, everything. You can stand still and watch things happening at all times. So you get this sense that like you're in this world with a bunch of actual people, even though maybe sometimes the fourth wall is broken by the fact that there's um, not great dialogue where two NPCs are talking to each other. You're like, okay, that didn't sound perfect. Yeah. But still, you go to town or you even walk a trail and you run into people riding horses. And it's just, it's very, very, very detailed and a living world. It, It's just there's these little things that that kind of break that fourth wall that you're like, okay, yeah, I guess. And it just reminds you that it's still a video game in the end. One of the things that always comes up when I talk to people about that game for me was the first time I played, I ran into a gentleman, I'll call him. (laughs) He had fallen off his horse. I actually watched him. I was riding, you know, just kind of trotting along down a trail. Yeah, toward a town. And this guy falls off his horse on this bridge. (laughs) And he's like writhing in pain. So I got <laughs> off my horse and I walked up to him and he's like, help me, mister, help me. And I'm like, okay, I'm a good guy. I like to play the good guy. So I'm going to help this dude. Loser. So, yeah. So I pick him up and I sling him over the back of my horse, which I guess you can do. And I did. And then I jumped on my horse and I started riding as fast as I could for town. So I'm like, you know, it marks on your map where the uh doctor is in town as mm-hmm. you're riding with him so i know okay i need to get there i've got this little mini map so i'm riding and riding and riding and and he's complaining about you know he's not gonna make it and i'm like i'm like yelling at the screen you're gonna make it come on i'm gonna get you there <laughs> i can imagine josh just yelling at this screen yeah i'm, I'm getting into it right I'm 11 excited. o'clock at this night is the first time i've played this game right okay so i'm riding i'm riding riding and i get into town and I realized that I'm coming up real fast on the turn to go down this boulevard <laughs> to get to the doctor. Literally, it's it's one corner. So I've ridden this long stretch of road, and I'm now riding line. through town, yep. and I need to make this corner. And the doctor's office is right on that corner. So I go to turn, and it doesn't turn as fast as you would think because it's a horse. And also, it's the first time I'm playing this game, so I didn't realize that. So I ran into sandbags right then and there instead of making the the turn. Well, I hit the sandbags, and the guy (laughs) catapults off of my horse and slams into the side of the building in front of me, which was the doctor's office, by the way. Nice. (laughs) And he falls to the ground, and apparently... Apparently, he died during uh, that exchange. Uh, he because gone. next thing you know, I'm wanted automatically. Like, nobody saw it. I'm just wanted in town now because I killed a guy trying to save him on accident. So now, people come out of the buildings randomly. Like, ju- they just appear, these lawmen, and they start firing at me. And I don't even have a gun out or anything. <laughs> I accidentally killed a dude who was going to die anyway if I didn't save him. Yeah. And... People just appear out of nowhere, firing at me. So now, cut to me riding through this town, being chased by I don't know how many lawmen. Uh, And I had to ride for a while in order to basically lose them. Yeah. And I 
trudging through like forest and it was crazy but it felt very unreal because i accidentally killed a guy on accident without anybody seeing death by <laughs> removal of horror being uh, catapulted off of horse yeah into a so wall. it was uh yeah it was funny that to me it, it definitely is different than gta in some areas like in gta there's you wouldn't be able to really help anybody i don't think that game is really meant for you to help other people like the mentality of gta is definitely not uh collaboration with characters good characters uh the game just has a for me a negative kind of to uh, just a negative feeling to it already uh for red dead it doesn't seem like that and the fact that you can help others and get kudos points or whatever it would good karma i don't know what you benefit from if you help him do you get anything out of that I don't know. Yeah, you get reputation in that game or something. Okay. If I'm, if memory serves, you get a better reputation if you help people. So that, that to me adds a much better dynamic to the game. The fact that you can play the dark side or the good side. Like... Yeah, there was a uh, that was a thing about it was or a change from the Grand Theft Auto style where yeah. there is some kind of morality based on reputation. Yeah, that's uh, I. I played the first one on Xbox, I think, with a friend. I didn't own it, uh, and it was okay. Like I, I, I guess I just couldn't get into it. I'm not really big on the westerns. Uh, I'm not a huge cowboy shoot 'em up kind of guy. Like it just. Doesn't... I'm not either. I'm not a fan of that style or but, that genre. But this game makes me want to, and I think I'm gonna wait till it's dirt cheap to buy it just to play it for once. Um, but I just, I just don't think I could get into it right now i i like yeah. westworld i like westworld is probably the only western thing western thing i enjoy and that's technically not even a western anymore because I yeah <laughs> yeah well and that's yeah mm-hmm. it's all yeah westworld is great but i'm not a western fan either yet before i started running into some frustrations in red dead redemption 2 i actually was enjoying the setting and the characters and you know being in that style of game strangely yeah. it felt like a really good like modern western movie that you could get into no matter what and it was it it was really detailed and really fun it's just when you start running into those niggling little frustrating pieces to the game that for me it, it just gets i'm like no i i don't i don't want to fight with a game to make progress or right. not unless that's like the shtick of the game you know like a uh, darkest dungeon or yeah. or an XCOM or XCOM 2 like where that's the point is to have that challenge like Red Dead to me was sold to me as it's Grand Theft Auto but a western enjoy and I don't I don't consider Grand Theft Auto to be a very difficult game in my opinion maybe yeah. I don't know enough about Grand Theft Auto <laughs> yeah I I don't know I just I, I GTA from G wow gta for me is just a separate category so yeah i, I uh totally. um i can't believe i totally forgot about this something that oh, you uh probably are super excited about um the final fantasy 7 remake Tra- yes a, a, an additional trailer years yes. after it, it was announced uh just dropped the other day and um people went nuts like literally went, went nuts. nuts everybody went nuts um yes. i have a couple questions about this okay hit me one when i remember you pu- showing it to me mm-hmm. uh not too long ago this game 
the original. Yes. Uh, to me, it did not look the same. As in, it was more of like a top down when you're walking around the world. Yeah, it was. And then your battles were just you were turn based. You weren't like actually moving. You just correct. Like, but if you recall from the video uh, and some other gameplay, I, I think they also posted some gameplay, short gameplay. It doesn't uh-huh. look like that's the case anymore. No, that's the big divide that's happening right now. There's there's three main points, or two main points, I should say, two main points that are causing a kind of divide on the opinion of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even amongst some friends that I have. <clears throat> so the original game was a, okay, how do we describe it? So the original game was an early PlayStation game that had very polygon-esque characters. Oh yeah, for sure. It is. When you're running around the map, very some people polygon. find it unplayable at this point. When you're running around the map, you're this like little super polygon character that is difficult to kind of identify with oh, in yeah, some for ways sure. for some I, people. I don't think I could ever play the current the current version. I think I might have to play it as a remake, which is going to okay. be sacrilegious. That's disappointing because there's some <laughs> merit to the original. But still, I don't blame you. I have friends who loved Final Fantasy VII, played the whole game, loved every second of it, yeah. and now can't go back to it because of that. Got fact. it. So you have this top-down. Granted, the maps that you run around on uh, in that map style of play were all like hand-painted and computer-generated together, and they were gorgeous, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So there's that aspect. And then, yes... The interesting thing about Final Fantasy VII, and we can talk about RPGs in general, but it chose to go with the, you can't see the enemies on the map, but you get into battles as you're running around. So you just randomly jump into these battles that happen if you're in an enemy area, and I'll put that in quotes. You'll know when you're there because battles will just happen as you're running around the area exploring. So you, you... what happens is there's this shift and now you're into the battle part of the game and it's different now. Now the, the characters are more detailed. They're still very polygon esque, but they're, they're more detailed. They're, they're, they look humanoid more. So they're, they have the right proportions, which is not the case for the characters that run around the map. They're very like chibi looking almost. Chibi. Um, Yeah. That's a Japanese term for short like squat little characters that are super cutesy yeah yeah yeah. so that's the the aesthetic they went with on the map style but when you jump into the battles they look more mature and like proportional and very cool looking at the time and then the monsters you fight or the enemies that you fight are also equally as uh detailed and cool looking depending granted it was made in 1997, so it looks like a 1997 game and is, you know, yeah. as good as those graphics could have been. So now you have a set of people that have a hard time going back to the original, and they want – what they want is a remastered version of the original game. Right. So this remake that's coming out does not fit that bill. Oh, God, Because, no. like you just mentioned, this remake, the the way that you play the game is different in so far as the game is not a continuous game. The game now, however they're b- choosing to break it up, is actually going to be built into episodes. 
So it's going to be, I don't know how long each episode is going to be. My guess would be an hour or two, maybe. Who knows? They haven't announced that part. But I think they said there's going to be like eight episodes or five episodes. It must be eight. But so you have eight episodes and each episode being one or two hours. That's not what the original game was. The original game was an open world concept. One of the first, one mm-hmm. of the few. Well, that's not true. Not one of the first. I'm not. I don't know what I'm talking about. But it was an open world concept, and you, once you got out of the first main area, you could go anywhere and do anything you wanted, or fight wherever you wanted. And there was a story that you wanted to follow, but you also could run around and explore. That's clearly not going to be as much of the case in this remake. No. Like that's going to be something that's probably lost. I mean, because they're making a tight story episodic here, obviously. Yeah, and it does. And the turn base is definitely gone because you can see. I'm I'm like scrolling through the actual uh, video, and you can see on like the left hand side there are attacks where you like if you hit a square, almost like a what's the word Dynasty Warriors. That that's what it looks like to me is that you can hit like the button mashing of hit Q, uh, circle, 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 square, triangle. Like, you can just well, keep, yeah, keep hitting those buttons. That's the other polarizing piece to this remake is that, so A, it's not, it's an episode-based game. Right. And it's, so it's not exploratory. And then B, it the combat system is the free reign, but um, closed off battlefield style. Right. So it's more Kingdom Hearts-esque. But then it's, like you mentioned, there's clearly some kind of combo system built into it. Yeah. In the original game, it was it was very RPG, very JRPG, I should say. Right. Where you get your characters, you build them out, you put materia, which are these magical stones, into your weapons and armor that gives your weapons and armor and power, special yeah. properties and it gives you magic to use. So you had all these materials, so you could outfit your characters with materia and weapons and armor, and then you had this turn-based battle system where it was very tactical, right. very tactical choosing what you wanted to do or how, and lots of strategic decision-making outside of battle. Whereas it looks like clearly you're going to be outfitting your characters, maybe, we haven't seen that part, and then you're going to be running around as probably Cloud or one main character or possibly right. switching back and forth between them. But that's the point is you run around in real time attacking and, you know, making these special combos. So it's a very, very different system, yeah, just or, like you said. Or even, like, it might look like they are interacting kind of like what Pokemon Go had going on where you can see the character itself, and as you get closer to them, you, like, go, go into their field of view and you go into the closed-off battle scenes, but you're still free-range. You can run around that battleground and do the button mashing. I don't know oh, if that's yeah, the yeah. case. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean is, like, okay, you're running around the map or the area. Yeah. And you do have this, like, more third-person style view. And then, yeah, the enemies you see on the map with you, you get stuck into this. Like, the battle somehow arena gets closed off to you so it's not it's free roaming but within a limited area and so then you're moving around that single battlefield trying to make commands i don't know what commands or combos to attack using special magic or special moves and that to me looks cool it's definitely not final fantasy 7 which is the complaint by most of the people who are upset about it 
and I don't blame them. It's not wrong. It's not Final Fantasy VII in a lot of ways, but still, it looks cool enough that I think it's going to be fun to play regardless. I'm personally excited to have a modern, updated version of a game with that story. Yeah. So it's not going to be that game for me, but it's also going to be that story, and I'm very excited about that piece. <laughs> so if you are like me and you're into the story aspect of that game... This might be a shorthand version that can get you all the really important beats out of that game. So, yeah. I don't know. It's it's polarizing, and I don't blame people feeling the way that they do on either side because, I mean, it's it's there. You can see it. It is what it is. What I Where I have some trouble is when people get really upset and that they shouldn't have done it and what's wrong with them. I mean, we talk about all the time on this podcast that the audience has changed if you want yes. to admit it or not, the audience has changed. And so I don't know that people have the same, and I don't know. And there's probably people in the world that have spreadsheets that say yes or no. So maybe they can write into us. <laughs> Perfect. But I don't know if there's people who have appetite for that type of game anymore that are the core market for these games. So like, look at the latest final fantasy in like the latest major final fantasy title mm -hmm. for PlayStation and Xbox and 15? all the rest. 15 was yeah. very much the same style. You're running around an open battlefield. I mean, you're driving a car to and from your Well, yeah, locations. and that was the, like, open world aspect of that game. But, like, when you battle, it's the same thing. You yeah. see the enemy on the field, you get closed off to a certain area, and you run around and make attacks. Yeah. So it's very different. And um, I don't know if that's good or bad. I, Whatever. But that was an 80-hour game. The originally wow and that's a lot i game. certainly i would love to go back and play it again i don't think i can i don't think i could ever go back and play that game again all the way through <laughs> i've played a lot of time through the first section many times because i've always said i'd love to go back and play it but putting that much time and effort into a game is just so difficult now for me so i don't know yeah i can see it both ways I wonder if, like, for people like me, if this would be even worth taking a look at. If it would ruin the experience, because, like, if you, I would have to ask the right people. If I asked you originally, you'd be like, "Well, why don't you try the original out?" And to me, I would jo look at the original, and I have seen it, and like, I have a hard time looking back and saying, "Well, that looks to me, this isn't as." I'd rather play <laughs> Link to the Past than this game and those are two vastly different games but just yeah. for whatever reason the style and the graphics of the game of those two games link to the past seems way more entertaining to me than uh the final fantasy 7 and the remake while how it looks amazing like it, it definitely looks like it's going to be a really nice almost cutscene-esque graphics that we are used to with square yes but actually a game um, that might still not be enough for me because I feel like I'm losing that, that, um, that story or it's changing the, the original pull for why this game was such a good game and why all these people say this is the best Final Fantasy that was, you know, that they always refer, I can't tell you how many times I've asked somebody, what game should I play for Final Fantasy if I ever want to play one? I think almost everybody has said Final Fantasy Seven, even though it's really old, they always say Final Fantasy Seven. So. Yeah, second place has always been Final Fantasy Six, right? But that one I played later, and it didn't resonate with me the same way. Seven, 
to me was unprecedented and both for me and the world and the company because what they did was they set it apart uh, six had some sci-fi aspects to it but still felt very fantasy final fantasy 7 was very sci-fi like guns and uh, mecha and just cities with lots of dirtiness and it just like it just really resonated with me and i think a lot of people it was very different i i will say this i I have a feeling if they're putting this much effort and they've been, I mean, they announced it, what, five years ago or something? Yeah, uh, 2015, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then it was like radio silence since then. Like they had We're said working nothing. On it. Yeah. Nothing. And now we finally have this. I was starting to doubt that they were actually going to do it. And now they drop this and it's like, they're actually doing it. Yeah. Um, if they're putting that much time and effort and care into it, I, I would, I would say that just wait for this then. Because, yes, you're losing part of the experience, but I would argue that this would probably be the most accessible way to get to the awesome story. Because there's no way they're going to pare down the important beats of the story. You can't. You can't do that with this story. It's There's so much wrapped into so much wrapped into so much that, like, to unfold the onion and get to minimal parts of it would do it a disservice and really not make as much sense with the story so it's going to be there it's just going to be in a different form and i think that the fact that the original game was the story was told kind of more outside of the battles will allow this game to tell the story similarly and allow you to really access that story and that to me was the most compelling piece to that game that story was really heavy and hit me hard and it's the reason why when i watch advent children final fantasy 7 advent children i i get all choked up like it's so good because Mm -hmm. that original game the story so many of those characters meant so much to me and you spent so much time with them and went through so much with them. And yeah, maybe some of that will be lost in this remake because you won't have spent that much time with them. But you will have had all these story beats to really get to know them. So right. I don't know. It's yet to be seen. Who knows what it's really going to look like when it's done. But I think that in a world where the choice is not playing Final Fantasy VII and playing the remake, play the remake. Like, hands down. So with that being said, I, you had mentioned... I think to me at one point there was a Final Fantasy VI remaster. Is that true? Or is um, that not yeah, true? They I don't know if it was a remaster. It was a remaster. The, or like a the HD iPad version. version. Yeah, the iPad version and the Steam version were remastered. Because it almost... Um, I, I, now I'm going down this terrible rabbit hole of mm. Final Fantasy. Uh, and I'm looking at like the before and afters. And I still think... Even now, Final Fantasy VI looks better than Final Fantasy VII because of the Polygon-esque. Some people feel that way. I don't understand that, but I understand that a lot of people feel that way. And I, I, I get it because, especially for people like me who grew up with the sprites, you know, yes. on Super Nintendo and stuff, mm-hmm. th- that's what you grew up with. Um, I did, and yet Final Fantasy VII doesn't look amazing. I I agree, six looks better. Yeah. But 
I also feel like both require the same amount of suspension of disbelief for the characters running around on the screen. Yeah. Somehow Final Fantasy VI told an incredibly deep, engaging story with sprites on a screen, for goodness sake. Yeah. And to me, the polygon characters, the chibi polygon characters of Final Fantasy VII don't do any more or less disservice. I think that some people just like the sprites better. Yeah. Um, Which I find interesting. I mean, we... We... I, in a time and age, and I, and I don't know if this is, if you would have asked me this five years ago, six years ago, I would say the same thing. Uh, but now it seems like that style is, and it has been coming back. I mean, we're seeing that a lot with a lot of games that are coming out. Um, uh, really small games or some, not all indie games that you said. I know you were going to, I was waiting for you to make a comment. <laughs> not all indie games are made like this, where they're like the sprites or the... No. Which I I agree. I agree. It's a category called retro games. Yes. And I think because of that coming back, maybe it influenced my uh, view on these games and why I feel more drawn to more of the Sprite-esque or retro-esque games uh, and why I don't like trying to look at games like Final Fantasy VII and how that Polygon-esque really does not settle well for me. Now, if you would ask me when I was younger and i was playing playstation the original playstation i might have liked that game but i never i don't think i ever even played it i think it was a a demo that was given to us yeah at one point somewhere i don't know why and i think i played a little bit of it and i just didn't like it and i found other games that were jrpgs i i I think i've said this a bunch of times the legend of dragoon or dragon or whatever it is yeah that didn't have the same polygon-esque small they weren't small they were more like average humanoid size uh and i like that better because of the the design so yeah uh i i i i just don't know i i think i'm still gonna if i ever get a chance to pick one game to play that's not a modern final fantasy game i would probably end up playing six so um. you you wouldn't have made a bad choice if you did that um I've played through a good portion of six. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet. I, in all full disclosure, is that the term? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I played it on my iPad to start. Actually, I played it on my iPhone to start. That's oh, the first my. place I played it. That's rough. No, it actually works out well. Which phone? An iPhone game. That said. I, when you play an iPhone game, we, I feel like we beat this stupid topic to death, but when you play an iPhone game, it's, <laughs> it's not like you, well, okay, let me talk for myself. Yeah. Talk Hi, for I'm yourself. Josh. Hey, Josh. And when I play iPhone games and iPad <laughs> games, it's uh, because I don't have access to a fully functional and or f- full breadth like console or PC. So if I'm going to play a game. If I'm if I have the time to sit down by myself to play a game, yeah. I'm going to choose to sit down in front of a console or my PC. That's the choice I would like to make. If that's not an option, then I will find a way to play it on my phone or maybe my 3DS, but you don't always have that stuff with you. If you have your phone with you all the time, you can play in these little moments in between things that are happening in life if you're not trying to be rude. Right. And that's what happened is like I played that game in in these in between moments or maybe, you know, half an hour here on lunch or sitting in the barbershop waiting or, you know, whatever. And 
because of that, I feel like it suffered for me because the story was great. I was really enjoying that aspect of it. And the battles are a lot of fun and actually very challenging. Um, the problem was that I somehow missed a big portion of the mechanics of the game. And so when I got to this one spot that I've been stuck at, I realized that I needed to go back and grind a bunch because I missed like this whole set of mechanics that I still don't even know what to call them, but allow your characters to have all these special powers and moves that mm -hmm. I had been playing without because I, I wasn't sitting down in front of the PC playing this right. game or in front of the console playing this game, you paying attention hundred percent to it. Yeah. So, but it is, it is great. It is. The story is fantastic. The characters are incredibly deep for a stupid Sprite game. And yet I love the Sprites, of course, just like everybody else. Right. Um, I will say the remaster did it a disservice because they did this like yeah it looks gross it's yeah like a they did softening this like smoothing of yeah it's really ugh but it's still playable in my opinion a lot of people yeah. don't think so but I think it's still playable and a lot of fun so yeah give it a shot I will also always push Final Fantasy Tactics that's like the best of both worlds you get these sprites on a top down isometric style battlefield. And it's like this, like, faux 3D style game. It looks a lot like um, Octopath does. Where oh, it's old. It, where, like, the style of, of the battlefield is like this, like, diagonal isometric style. Yeah. And yet the sprites are two-dimensional. And they, like, you move them around the battlefield and try to position your troops in the right spot to make the right kind of attacks. It's yeah. like Ogre... Um, what is it called? O Ogre Battle? Ogre... I don't know. Oh, gosh, Joshua. Anyway, it's it's like strategy tactics, huh. and it's fantastic. That game, the sprites are really detailed and like have the the story is told through sprites all the time and they have these great movements and hmm. um it's just it's a really deep story and a lot of fun and um i always recommend that one yeah i like that i mean octopath is more like it's fluid as in they're not strategically placing within the map uh, like you walk around but uh and not by like point and click and then the person moves. Well, yeah, that game is tra like a traditional JRPG, yeah. JRPG, right? So like you're, it's not a tactics game. It's like you, your characters are lined up and you're right, just right, attacking right. the one monster. And yeah. Right. But it seems like I like that too, this Final Fantasy tactics. But as I'm looking through, there's like a whole bunch of versions. <laughs> uh, there's one on the PSP. There's one on PlayStation. There's one on a Game Boy Advance. There's one. Yeah. Um, that's well, so the, the Game Boy thing. Advance one was the second, the second game, and that one got a lot of bad reviews. It was not as good as the original, and then they yeah. remastered it. Of course, and it was called the War of the Lions version of Ooh. Final Fantasy Tactics, and that's the one that's on the iPhone on iOS and also on the 3DS. Gotcha. I have to right. It's check. on the 3DS. Hold on. Now I gotta oh. look it up. If it is, that might be a, a a contender. I might pick that up if that's the case. That's a great game. Are any oh of the Final Fantasies on the DS? Uh, Out of curiosity. They, they did put some in. Now I'm going to have to check. It's not on the 3DS. I made that up. I'm an oh, idiot. You lied. Idiots. I mean, I did say that Stardew Valley looks amazing on the iPad, and it really does. I can only imagine... 
if uh, how these games look, even if they're not remastered, it's still that sprite-esque kind of design, the retro gaming. Yeah. It still looks really good on a bigger, like a bigger handheld screen. I don't know why I've always loved sprites just as much as anybody else, I would say. And um, I, to the point that I'm like, I don't really need anything else. I'm okay. If, especially since it seems to be, and it's not true for every game, but it seems that when you use, when the developers use sprites as the gameplay style, that they focus then on other things, like how deep the combat is or the yeah. strategy or the tactics or how deep the story is. Like it, other things take a focus instead of worrying about how graphically beautiful your game is and what the fidelity is like and all that stuff. So, so they, the Final Fantasy games on the 3DS are not, don't play any of them. Okay. <laughs> Duly noted. They re-released a bunch for the Switch, though, right? Yes, Isn't that they how did. that went? They, so they released. Uh, well, they released some of the more of the higher end, higher end games, or later in the series. Oh, they released ten. Yes. That was it. Ten and ten two or remake. And nine. The heck, yes. And they're twenty oh. bucks. They're like twenty five dollars. They are games. worth every penny. As much as I love Final Fantasy VII, that will always be my favorite. Ten. Ten, ten? is. 10-2, from what I understand, is not great, although some people say it's amazing. Hans, yeah. I'm looking at you. And We're talking um, to you. The, yeah, the, the reason is that 10-2 was about your powers come from dressing up the girls from Final Fantasy X. What? So, that and sounds extremely They're in stupid. some kind of band together, and they do oh, dance moves or something, something. I don't know. But 10, 10 is amazing. So if you can get your hands on that amazing game that sounds like the and most nine square is thing also ever. very good yeah i uh i think what's funny is that the first time i actually cared about final fantasy which still it never played was when the 10 came out and everyone went nuts for that yeah and i'm like oh my god this is so good because that came out on the mps2 and it was yeah it did just gorgeous like it was the by far the best looking game on ps2 but hands down well, yeah, and then they crazy. they remastered it in HD on the um, PS3, and then later re-released it to the PS4, and now on the Switch, it's on there yeah, for the HD I saw remaster. That. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, and that was the first time they had hmm. voice acting, and that hmm. was huge. It like changed the game a hundred percent. At first, you're like, "This is a Final Fantasy game," and then you just fell into it because the characters were so well done. I'm afraid to even look at that game now that you said that which one final fantasy 10 why because i have i have uh, some e-shop points and i've been i want to hold on to it for <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about this like a thousand times i want to hold on to it for octopath <laughs> but yeah but but yeah, now you're yeah. you're really uh you can't to... you can't appreciate Octopath though as much without understanding all the fantastic JRPGs that came before it, right, Justin? Right, Wink? Right, 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 right. I guess yeah, right. Oh my! How God. much is nine on the Switch? I'm trying you know? to find that out. I'm looking right now. Oh please! Did they put it on the Switch, or did they just say it's coming? Uh, I don't think I'm saying. Game details. It is on the Switch, yes, it and it is. is twenty dollars. It is, and it is worth every penny. It looks loo. Yeah, that's oh, it's one of those awkward stages. 
I can't actually see the gameplay. What what's that? <laughs> Come on. Uh I'll well, just look it, at this, so it's it's the HD re release or whatever. Whoa. So um Wow. I, I'll send you something because I I bought it for the PC and it's it's really good. When did you buy it? When? Yeah. Uh last year sometime. Okay. Maybe the year before. You have a problem. No, it's just it was really cheap. So <laughs> just because um, just because it's on sale doesn't mean you have to buy it. No, that's true. And but there's it, a lot of games I don't buy that are on sale constantly. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm, I'm I'm in a problem now too that, and I don't want to drag this any longer than it already is going. But all these games, I'm like, oh, I want to play this. I want to play this. I want to play this. Oh yeah. I, I'm playing right now. Kingdom Hearts three. Story of my life. I'm playing Division not Two Hearts at all. That's not what. I Story of your life is playing Kingdom Hearts three. Yes. Good. No. Uh, no. and I will be honest. Kingdom Hearts three is not. The same feeling I got when I was a kid. I was, I was gonna ask it. you because I feel like I okay. So let me tell you a story. I open up my email mm-hmm. for seeing deals. So I get a lot of emails that are games are on sale. Blah blah blah. Yeah yeah yeah. That's why I buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and one of them was that Final not Final Fantasy. Oh my gosh, that Kingdom Hearts three was thirty dollars. Yeah, too I soon. It Does was, that mean it's not that great? I bought What's it. What's going on? I bought it at thirty nine ninety nine. Okay, so it's um, only nine bucks off, but still, I feel like a price drop now feels way too soon. Yeah i I don't know how to explain this. Um, it just doesn't. I don't know if it's because we waited so long for it, and we kind of forgot about it for a while, and then it came into play and some of the characters you get to play with or uh, associate with or interact with are stories that kids today are watching. So like frozen stuff. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of the top of my head. I'm blanking because I'm a terrible human being, but a lot of the Disney characters that are of modern area, uh, modern era are introduced. And yeah. I don't associate myself with any of those. Like I don't connect to any of that. So it's hard for me to connect with the game because we're talking about a whole different generation that grew up with these characters. I, in the, fr- the first two, they play to a lot of the classics. And for whatever reason, I got used to watching all those classics like Alice in Wonderland, where uh, Alice in Wonderland, Lion King, like there's all these very classic um, Disney movies that I grew up with that are in these two games. They're not in this game. They, they do refer like the first area you're in is Olympus, Mount Olympus or Hercules world, as I like to call it. Uh, and that is cool. Cause I got to, when I was a kid, that movie came out and I watched it. But after that, you start going to different places that I haven't really familiarized myself. And some of these movies I haven't even seen. So I, I think that's part of it. Uh, I still like the interaction between the characters, like with Goofy and Donald and Mickey and uh, some of the main characters like Sora and Riku. Like they are still classically awkward and forceful, <laughs> just in the way that Square does things, I guess. Um, but I, I just can't. I'm not as as enthusiastic as I want to be. Still fun to play, but 
uh, I'm not going to blow through it in a couple days to play the game and finish it because it, I just don't have that same drive. It's a shame. This touches on the similar feeling that I've always had about the Kingdom Hearts games and why I never played them. And it's yeah. not the same because you're still saying that the classics and, you know, like the Mickeys and the Goofies and whatever were part yeah. of what made that game for you. For me, there was there was a huge divide between enjoying those characters, and I I love me Steamboat Willie, I love me Mickey Mouse, like I'm a huge fan of that stuff. Granted, and this is a sidebar, not a huge Disney fan the same way that everybody else in the world seems to be, where they have to take a vacation to Disney every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand that, and I don't think I ever will. And the Disney movies I always enjoyed growing up, but they've been hit and miss for me now. And, you know, I've always told myself that that's more being adult, but I'll tell you what, those remakes of the live action Disney movies, I have, I I want nothing to do with any of those. No, thank you. What's hard pass, hard pass. That's a different podcast. The only one that kind of intrigued me was the lion King one. And that's because that's not real people. It's like CGI lion King. So cool. Maybe. But so this is part of it is like Disney doesn't, make me go gaga so when i saw kingdom hearts even younger when it first came out i was like no i don't need disney characters in a rpg to enjoy it no thank you it's not adding anything for me and in fact for me it kind of feels like it's taking something away like you're taking all these awesome square enix characters that i love to death smashing them together in a in a great game in theory and then you're jamming Disney characters in there for no reason. Like I, it always, it always is difficult for me to understand. And then I go to ask people about it and they go, well, it's just the story. I go, so is it the story then that's really good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the story. Okay. Well, what, what about the story? Like what makes it such a great story? Well, actually it's really a convoluted story and it's not very, it's very hard to follow. And in some spots you're like, you don't really know what's going on. I'm like, so what part of the story is amazing? I don't understand. So if, if you're coming to it for Disney characters, sure, but I never will and can't. So I don't know. It will be interesting to see if I ever pick up kingdom hearts three and what I think about it too. I, I, I guess I'm wrong too. Now that I look at the actual worlds that kingdom hearts three, you interact with and there's, yeah. Monstropolis from uh, Monsters Inc., Hundred Acre Woods, oh, yeah. the Caribbean. Like, so there are a lot that I, I guess, I familiarize myself with, and maybe I'm just. I think maybe it's not that, and maybe it's just uh, the disconnect after ten years plus that I'm now an adult, and I don't associate myself with those characters anymore as much as I did when I was growing up. Uh, so I think that's partially it. It's just the the aged and the I got older. My my, I'm no longer uh, a child. <laughs> it's terrible because there's a lot of grown people playing this game and loving it. I just can't get back into it. And one of my favorite worlds is there. Like one of my favorite movies, Toy Stories. Like they actually have, for once, uh, a a play or a world that you can play. And it's it all around all the characters of Toy Story. I just I don't know. I'm I'm upset. <laughs> I'm actually really <laughs> d- disappointed. Uh, in myself, and I, I still want to play through the whole thing. 
Yeah. Because now that I see the Caribbean is on there, uh, I totally want to get to that world. <laughs> because I'm sure that's pretty cool. So uh, I'll have to follow up again in another couple of episodes on where I'm at with this game. I, I honestly am only able to play it really once or twice a week, <laughs> if anything. Um, that's making it harder for me to, I think, dive into it hard, uh, deep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, what, is there anything else you wanted to talk about today, Joshua? Uh, no. I would say definitely grab a <laughs> an older Final Fantasy on your Switch. Yeah. You could take that with you. Mm-hmm. You could dive into it. Um, you really are into the sprites, so... Yeah. I would say six. Grab six. I'm thinking about getting it. Yeah. Um, and then maybe I'm oh, going to. It's hard to say because 10, maybe watch gameplay of both, you know? Okay. Play see, t- what I, see what I like. Play some gameplay of 10 or, you know, even just play the opening, the intro to 10 and see what you think. Gotcha. Because there's, there's a great intro. Demos. I don't, I think some of these actually provide demos now. Uh, okay. I, I don't know if they have them. I'll let you know. Then I'll try that. them. Uh, but. I'm I'm avoiding buying any of the ports of the indie games on the Switch now uh, because uh, realizing how expensive they are on the Switch when they are much, much, much cheaper everywhere else. Yes, especially on Steam. Yes, I'm just going to avoid that at all costs. Well, many of them have been out for a long time. And it's it's fun because it's like you see all these people getting super excited about all these games on the switch and granted some of them that's the only game system they have or a way to play games so i get yeah. it but it's like why why would you spend 20 bucks in that game <laughs> it's been out for six years yeah so yeah it's worth like five dollars but i'll yeah. follow up with you about it and uh all right and hopefully we can talk about it in the future episode sounds good all right josh i'm tired of talking to you all right fine get out of here bye, bye.